Welcome back, Prince Huda Podcast, Episode 9. We're almost at the decade mark. How crazy is that? I'm your host, Prince Huda. My co-host is in a very good mood today because of some of the stuff he's been saying on this show since early January. The Chiefs Whisperer, the Chiefs Predictor, the Chiefs Manifester. Viva! Viva! Las Vegas! Las Vegas! Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Chippy joining me today in a great mood. I see that smile. How you doing, Mr. Chief? Great. What a game last night. And who called it? <laughs> who called it? Let's just go back to the clip on TikTok. Who called that we were going to be watching them celebrate on the field? Too much energy was on the Chiefs. I said it. I called it. Go back to the clip. Go back to the clip. Chippy called it. Everyone, oh, no, they're going to lose to the Ravens. Ravens are going to beat them. Oh, Purdy's going to beat them. <sighs> yeah, okay. Okay. Mahomes Dynasty, what a game. We were over at uh, Prince's place. We did have that little party. We did. Uh, and it was looking dicey at halftime there. No offense. Nothing was cooking. The boys didn't know what the, what they were doing against that defense of the 49ers. And then... I just knew. I just, you know, my buddies text me, oh, look, they're Niners, Niners. And I'm like, a little too early, a little too, <laughs> too early. And guess what? It was a little too early. And Chiefs got it done, baby. Chiefs got it done. They got it done. I mean, that's that's always the funny when the group chat goes, oh, Niners, oh, Purdy. It's like, well, listen, there's plenty of football left. Same thing happened last year. Chiefs went down at half. I made the mistake of thinking it was over. I had the Eagles. So this year I said, screw it. Chippy's on the Chiefs. The whole world seemed to be on the Chiefs, which is usually when you don't take the Chiefs. Drake put 100, uh, 1.1 million. So I said, screw it. I'm going to take the Chiefs. And uh, it was a very profitable night for Prince. And I owe a lot of that to uh, my co-host here for sticking to the Chiefs. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Felt good about that pick. Knew it. Locked it in. A couple weeks ago, honestly, I locked it in mid-season. I was locking it in. I, was, I just knew it's my team. You know, Chiefs are obviously going to get it done. Patty Mahomes is unstoppable. Like, is he now in goat talk? I was afraid we were going to get here. No, we, he's not are Tom goat, Brady. Are we in goat talk? That's what I'm saying. Is he even better than Tom Brady? Is what I'm saying. Stop. Yeah, no, I'm not. Stopping. Not, are we? Are we Absolutely going to this? Not this stopping. Early? I'm there. I'm we... here. I'm here for all of it. I'm here for all of the conversation. 28 years old, three Super Bowls, on pace to have a better career than Tom Brady, and on pace. Yeah, on pace. On pace. I'll give you that. But it's like again, this is obviously quite a bias. You see the Patriots emblem here. That is my team. But it's 28 years old. All right, three Super Bowls, 28. Amazing. I saw the side-by-side, both guys at 28. I mean, one was put into a role to be a starter in his second season. The other came in as a starter because the starter that they paid a ton of money to was hurt. But I digress. Tom Brady had a much tougher path to becoming the league franchise quarterback than Mahomes did. But that's neither here nor there. It's a long game, all right? Tom Brady retired at 45. Mahomes is 28. So in 17 years, can he win four Super Bowls? Maybe, but maybe not. You know what I mean? Is this is this the peak of Mahomes? Is he going to get better? I don't know because Brady got better as you went along. Is Mahomes going to get better? Because it feels like he's playing at an elite level. Can he get better? I don't know. So I is saw the pundits today. Maybe I mean injuries with happening, more experience change. 
it could listen, man. It's a long game. He plays a lot more of a dangerous style than Brady does. A lot more, a lot more running, taking a bit more hits. He's also playing in a softer era. He's also so more again, athletic, so he also can take harder hits. He could take harder hits, but is he playing until 45? Does Mahomes got another 17 years left in him? They might just win another four straight and just say, see you later, Tommy. I just won four straight uh, after winning two in a row already. So he might, they might just win seven in a row. Seven in a row? I mean... Imagine that. Imagine that. It's not hard to imagine. I mean, the Chiefs just... It's going to be the same team next year. They're running it back. They might even get better because they do have some, I think, money to spend on a wide receiver, which would give Mahomes an even bigger uh, arsenal to play with. But it's funny because this wasn't even a great year for the Chiefs. Regular season, Mahomes didn't look good. Kelsey looked terrible. Had him in fantasy, I knew that. Had Mahomes in fantasy, they looked bad. So to see them win in what would be their down year, it is scary for next year. But uh, let's pump the brakes on the Brady-Mahomes debate. He's 28. He's not Brady yet. He might get there but he might not. So let's stick with Tom as the greatest of all time at this moment in time. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. We're getting close. We're just getting real, real close to... Remember when they fought head-to-head? Who won? Who won? Super Bowl? Mahomes. Mahomes did. No, the, the year the Bucks and the Chiefs played. Brady beat him with a brand-new team. That's another thing people don't talk he was about. A rookie. Left. It, was, it was a rookie. No, it was a second. In year, don't want to spread misinformation here. It was an early stage in his career. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It was an early stage in his career, and it was offside but, call. And they should have won that game. I do remember that. I do if remember. You do that. recall that was the worst call in the history of the game, and I was livid. I so don't know. There was a pretty Chief, bad one Chief last should have year. Won that game. She should have won, but they didn't. When it's all said and done. Brady, well, also done. the thing with Jordan Mahomes has like eight Super Bowls. He could. I, I'm not saying he couldn't. I just think people need to pump the brakes. You know, we live in this era where it's always comparative, right? We've talked about McDavid versus Gretzky. If we were a basketball show, and I'm sure we'll get there, LeBron versus Jordan. In this instance, Brady versus Mahomes. We saw them play against each other in the grandest stage of them all, the Super Bowl, and Brady won with a brand new team. So... Let's pump the brakes. He's not him yet. He's not him yet. He's close, but he's not him yet. I mean, it's Super Bowl was a day ago. We're all talking about Mahomes. Beat We're all talking about I Mahomes. thought Mahomes beat him out in the playoffs. There was a, yeah, I think I think the year, there was a year that. I believe they won, but uh, yeah, dummy's game of the year. He beat him. So I don't know. I'm a Brady diehard. You know that. I got the jersey. I was gonna wear it today. But it seemed like I don't want to get too heated on here, man. Tensions are a bit high, but I mean, there was a point yesterday you didn't think Mahomes was having a good game, you know? Let's, he really let's wasn't. Not... I mean, that's just just common to the you know natural expert football eye, which I have. It wasn't Mahomes' greatest game? There was a lot of mistakes being made, a lot of turnovers, interceptions, uncharacteristic mishaps, sacks. It was ugly. It was extremely ugly for majority of the first half of the game. Oh, yeah. And leading like even in, leading even into the second half, he threw this. He threw a pick in the second half, and then they recovered on a punt. That's crazy. Yeah, the Niners made a ton of mistakes too. It was very odd to see. Two I teams. couldn't believe the Niners didn't put like, close them out. Like they just they kept getting opportunities. Like, like it was just three and outs, three and outs. It was like three and out on both sides. 
Yeah, well, that's when you get to that stage where it's like Brock Purdy versus Mahomes. One guy's been here before. One guy's looked shaky at a point in every game in the playoffs so far. I mean, that fumble on the first drive, I think, was the real momentum killer. Niners just run up the field. McCaffrey's running all over them. And right when he fumbles that, we both looked at each other like, okay, like that's that's the momentum killer. If you couldn't score on the first drive, fumble like that. I mean, they did score, but like you said, the punt that went off the guy's foot. Uh, Chiefs fumbled there too. Chiefs had it within the 20, and they fumbled as well, which was killer. Yeah, they... They they had a couple of issues too. It was a very sloppy game, I'll say that. Very sloppy Super Bowl. Two teams that are very good did not play their best game. A lot of punting for a Super Bowl for sure. Yeah, it was a lot of punting. Yeah, it came down to the kick. Came down yeah, to one I mean, kick the last, that got that, blocked. Yeah, that I, I I don't know if I said it on here or I said it on somewhere else, but the Chiefs always make teams make uncharacteristic mistakes, right? Remember that Buffalo kicker went wide. Baltimore, Lamar had that terrible interception. There was the fumble at the goal line. The Niners, the the muff punt, the block field goal, the fumble in the first. Like, they just, they force teams to make these mistakes. Is it the Taylor Swift effect? You could be honest. You could, you could be onto something there. I mean, they the showed Taylor her quite Swift a bit yesterday. Do the magic show, and she used her magic... Voodoo? voodoo to make those plays happen i'm just saying could be I've seen a lot of conspiracies i've seen a lot of conspiracies going around on tiktok right now about they saying you know the, the upside down cross the there's a lot of stuff i'm okay. seeing uh a lot of conspiracy a lot of voodoo out there that i'm reading about um i don't know how much you believe in that stuff but there was quite a bit of representation from that side. Interesting. Interesting. So Blake Bowl. Lively, Ice Spice, Lana Del Rey, a couple people in the booth. Those are Miles Could've Teller some, was in there too. Could have been doing They're some voodoo out there. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Could have been getting a little weird. Could be getting a little bit weird. You know, we don't know. We don't know what kind of energy they're throwing down at the field. What do you think of Usher? Oh, Usher. Uh, Usher. Uh, sure. I I mean I was amped. I thought it was going to be unreal. I thought the audio might have been a little murked on his mic. Like it just seems I couldn't really hear it properly. I don't know. I think it. I don't know. Maybe it sounded better live, but for me it was it's okay. wasn't wasn't my favorite halftime show, but I didn't like. How it. about you? What did you think about it? I didn't like it. Like I wanted to see. Yeah, you know the, the last. What two and a half minutes when he did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was that yeah, was a banger. That's yeah. a banger. That song's a banger. One of the greatest songs of all time, in my opinion. But I don't need the first fifteen minutes of everything else. I do like. Oh my! The rollerblades. That's a great song. Yeah, that was that was the hard. Roller the rollerblades. Roller that was. I like the rollerblades. Is crazy. He was the getting Alicia a little Keys with Alicia Keys. Yeah, I mean, I, that was that's, that's all over the moment. internet. Yeah. Holy, yeah, I didn't know. Right there. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're performing. It's the performing arts, right? It's wild, yeah. though. It's a little bit wild. But I guess it's, yeah, it's, like, it's performance, you know? It's, it's acting, you know? Yeah. They're, they're, you know, it's it's a show. We're talking about it. So it worked. But, you know, if I'm, if I'm Alicia Keys' husband, Swiss Beats, watching that, I'm thinking, 
Usher, nah, your hand's he, a little low there. I mean, he's... Your hand's a little low, Usher. Move that shit up a little bit. No, nah, he's probably... You know, he's chilling, man. He's chilling. Yeah. Well, I mean... He doesn't care. He doesn't care, right? I don't know if Usher's they, married. They, they would have warned... She would have, like, told them, like, what was happening or, like, what the situation was beforehand, like... Right? Oh, yeah. They rehearsed all this stuff, right? It, it wasn't anything impromptu. I doubt Unless Usher pulled a fast yeah. one on her. Yeah, no, so probably not. It was definitely like rehearsed. The professionals. I'm 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 bummed we didn't get to see a lot of the Super Bowl commercials. Like we saw a few of the Canadian ones, but I feel like the Americans. I didn't get a chance to watch it today. I'll probably watch it this week. But I mean, we saw Osmos had one with Kyle, which was pretty cool. Kyle from Nelk and in a Super Bowl commercial is something I never thought yeah, I'd that see. That was kind of crazy. That's right. Like those guys used to do pranks and friggin'. Heartland Mississauga, and now he's in a Super Bowl ad. It's just power of the internet. It's, it's, it's nuts. Yeah, the internet's crazy. Actually, a wild place. And Osmos, too. Shout out Osmos. Like, Osmos? They're, they're on the come up, too. I mean, they got a Super Bowl spot. They used to be a little, I mean, little on a spot Canadian, on a Canadian cast. I'm still, it still costs a ton of money. How much would that have cost, you think? Maybe like a million? No. Maybe more than a million? Yeah. No. No chance. What would you think? What do you think? You think? Like less than a million? Yeah, it's just a... Like seven, like 500,000 maybe? Doesn't seem that much. I mean, Bro, I, I don't know how to... For say. one ad, like... Cost of Super Bowl ad in Canada. I mean, I'd imagine it's one of the most valuable shows of the year in Canadian sports, too. So I would think regardless of whether you're American or Canadian, it costs a ton of money. American's different piece, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's still going to cost a ton. Okay. So I couldn't find the number. I'm sure someone will send it this week. We'll figure it out. But uh, I would imagine it's still pretty friggin' expensive to rent an ad for the Super Bowl. I mean, I put an ad for our podcast. Yeah, five hundred grand is expensive, bro. Five hundred grand is expensive, but I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that doesn't it, seem like. I guess for these corporations, that's not that much. They're just throwing money. A million, stuff. like the one. The one I really like was Vince Vaughn, Bet MGM with Brady. We talk about Brady again. And is, is, is Mahomes as good of an actor as Tom Brady? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think he's as good of an actor. Is, what what is Tom? What, what Tom ads are there? He did the one. There was one with Dunkin' Donuts. He did. There was the MGM one. He was in that movie Ted. Yeah, and that's why. That's exactly why Mahomes is gonna pass him. Is because he's not focused on acting. He's focused on laying it down on the field, bro. Eighty for Brady. Like they made a movie about him too. Like yeah. So I mean, Mahomes is... doesn't. Mahomes doesn't need any of that. He's just. I'm just gonna go out there and dominate the amount of Super Bowls and just get out of there, you know? He's got his prime. He's got his prime deal. He's chilling. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't... I'm sure I'm sure he got a nice bag from prime for that. Brady's got TB12, like, athletics, hydration. Like, this guy's got his own line of juices and workout plans and clothes and food. Like, he's levels above... But, like, what time... Like, at what point... At what point do you just forget about him? Never. Never, bro. All these guys, you forget about them, man. Like, no, 
Like how how many people are talking about Jordan? How how many people are talking about Jordan anymore? You know what I mean? Like it's just you know it's in the past. You know, once you retire, like you just kind of unless he like comes back and does some sort of like show. But even then, you're just like oh like Tom, it's not you're not playing anymore, man. You know you're not playing anymore. Well, he's leading the broadcast. He's doing commentary next year for Fox, so he's going to be doing like play by play in the game. So that'll be interesting picking his brain a little bit, seeing how he re- he reacts to some of the modern games. So he'll he'll keep himself relevant. I'm sure of that. Yeah, Tom Brady no, he'll, loves he'll his spot. Stay relevant, but like, yeah, it's just a different – when you're not playing, it's just a different level. It's like you're not the athlete anymore. Now it's like you're a personality. And so his personality, like, is it as goat as his athletic career? Who knows? Could be. He seems, Could like, be. He seems like a fun guy. I don't. I haven't like really a, seen any. I don't watch a lot of Tom Brady stuff, so I have no idea. But he does seem like he's smiling, smiling a lot. Yeah, that's like my. I guess. Yeah, I'll put it out there. My like dream, in all of this, kind of you know anything like, to get in the same room as Tom Brady, to be able to shake that man's hand. Really? Thank it's him for Tom Brady. bringing me and my Patriots so many wins. Yeah, no, I idolized that guy when I was younger. I mean, he was like the go to the goats. He still is, but clearly that's up for debate now with some of the stuff Mahomes has been doing. But yeah, no, Tom so, like, Brady that's for the me guy is, you'd want to meet. Yeah, he's up there. I'm sure there's there's a couple of different guys I'd want to meet, but he's like right up at the top. You know what I mean? If he walked into this room right now, I'd you know, holy cow. I'm in the presence of greatness. And so is he. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Got to think like that. He's in the presence of greatness, not just I am. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, just a human being at the end of the day. That's won a couple, won a couple football games. Have you been starstruck by anyone you've met, or you've been like any moments where you're like, oh wow, like I'm talking to this person right now. Like, what is life? Uh, I remember like when I was like eight, I was at Torrey Pines 2007 PGA Championship. Tiger Woods is on the on the practice screen. It's a practice round. My dad and I are sitting, and there's like this little like like it's literally like the pra- the practice screen's like right here, like kind of just up, and we're sitting there. He has to walk. It's like a little there's like a little bridge to get off the practice screen and onto the other side. There's like a little like river, so like he had to walk right by us. And so I'm sitting there. Tiger Woods is putting. My dad and I are just like waiting there with our flag to get it signed. Um. And then Tiger came walking through and walked right by us, didn't even acknowledge me. And oh, I was like seven sorry. years old. Seven years old. Tiger just didn't couldn't stop and sign my flag for me. Um and then after that tournament, he never won a major again until it took him like another took him like twelve years, thirteen years or he won the Masters <laughs> a couple years ago. That was his first major win since that event. So yeah, no, Tiger was probably like that was probably the closest, but I wasn't like starstruck per se. But um, I also, when I was that around, around that age too, we ended up going to the Detroit Red Wings game, and we ended up going underneath and going into the dressing room, and so we got to meet like Dotsuk, uh, Zetterberg, Ooh. Babcock was in there. My my dad took one of a pe- one of Babcock's pieces of gum. And then the guy, the trainer, looked at him, looked at him like, because he has a big bowl at the front of the room. There was a big bowl of gum. So my dad took yeah. one of Babs' pieces of gum. And then the guy, the trainer, looked at him like kind of awkwardly. But it was like, it was crazy. Yeah, we're just like 
in the we're just in the room like buzzing around the, there's like a workout spot for the players after the game like to get on the bike and stuff and then like their families were all in there and so we're just like kind of walking around the, the o stick had hadn't been released yet and it was like the stick with the o's in it so mm-hmm. i guess one of like datsuk had the o stick and i was like yo what like this is the o stick um but yeah we ended up meeting lidstrom we met all them holmstrom that was like the year they won the cup or like the year after so yeah like what oh seven oh eight yeah that was like oh eight so they would have won in like oh nine or oh eight or something like that so that was like the year they oh, won so you're a baby yeah i was young even was, as a kid you weren't was, like holy cow look at these nhl players. no it was no it was more like my dad was more like juiced up like but for the yeah like for the most part um that was pretty much it uh what else i'm trying to think of another like what about like recently like through mm-hmm. these through coach chippy like have you met anyone or like any? I'll, I'll give I'll give you one that 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 surprised me when we went to uh, Buffalo for the Chicklets Cup. I remember we were just walking through the um the ODRs where they were playing ball hockey, and the Spit and Chicklets team had just played, and Biznasty was coming off the ice, and he's like saying hi to fans, you know, dapping people up, and then he walks by us and he sees he's like, oh Chip, and he says hi in depth. I was like, what? I was like, look yeah, at that this. was cool. Like, yeah, that was is, super cool, because I was like, "Yeah, was like, is that Paul Bizonet?" And he stopped and talked to you. It wasn't the other way around. Like you didn't even, you know what I mean? And I was just like, "Wow," I mean, he's a big guy in person. I looked, I was like, "Wow." Yeah, he's a but massive. He's, he's, a, he's, he's a big boy. He's yeah, I met him. Boy. I met him at the Nashville draft, um, and ended up yeah having a couple, having a drink with him, and just <laughs> we were going to this place called Tootsie's, and it was like crazy everyone was uh at that party it was like nuts like it was like i walk in i'd never been to one of these like nhl parties where like everyone's buzzing like it was like jack it was like jack hughes uh or matthew kachuk the bro everyone was everyone was at this party biz all the spin shitless boys and it was just we're buzzing around uh so we got to meet a whole bunch of people there uh, like Elliot Friedman was there. Like it was just like everyone, like literally every like media person was there. It was really, it was a cool, definitely a cool event. Um, I just feel like, yeah, now it's just like, I, I view it a little differently. Like, I don't know. Like I don't like, unless it was like a musician that I've been listening to since I was a kid. Like I'm not going to be like starstruck. By what about like, Russ? like unless it's like, yeah. Like if it's like a musician that has like really yeah. impacted my life on, in a big way. And I respect, um, like, so an artist like Russ or someone like more like more musicians. I think I would probably be a little bit more starstruck, like meeting Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam or like, yeah, just someone I've listened to and watched for a long time. Uh, I feel like athletes are a little different than like a musician because I feel like musicians impact you emotionally more. Like obviously, like, you know, like I met Mitch Marner, that was pretty sick. But yeah, it was just like kind of just like it was just like meeting your friend. It was just like meeting your boy. Like it was like he's just a beauty, right? Like, um, yeah, definitely musicians for me would probably be a bigger, bigger deal. Like meeting uh, like Led Led Zeppelin, meeting like Robert Plant or uh, Jimmy Page. My dad met Jimmy Page and was like, he just lost his mind. Like he was just he was like doing a book signing in Toronto and he went down, waited in line. And it was, yeah, he's like, oh, I'm happy to report, Jimmy, that my son uh, listens to Led Zeppelin. So <laughs> he had a cool moment with Jimmy Page, which is like the greatest guitarist of all time, him and like Jimi Hendrix. So 
So obviously a couple more goats, but Jimmy okay. Jimmy Page is definitely a legend. But yeah, like Eddie Vedder would be a cool one. Russ, like I would definitely love to meet Russ. Like, yeah, but at the end of the day, these they're just people. Like I've realized, like all these like all these people that you meet, they're just human beings, and they're just you know they happen to do something that you enjoy to watch or have impacted you, and it's cool to you know go up and talk to them and just be like, yo, what up? Like appreciate you for what you do. Um, but yeah, they're just human beings at the end of the day too, right? Yeah, that's a, that's a cool way of putting it. Like I feel like. I guess just in my mind, because I, I wasn't like I listened to a lot of music, but not as much. Like I was always for me sports. So for me, like the athletes were the ones that I would be, you know, geeking out, I guess, if I met. But I say geeking out like I'm 24 years old. Right. Like I think if you're 10 years old or 11 years old, oh, my God, I'm a big fan. Can I get a picture? Can I get on your? I can't do that at this age. You know, I came up on Tom Brady. Oh, my God, I'm a big fan. Let's get a picture. I wouldn't. I have to keep yeah, cool. like, kind of got to act like you've been there before. You kind of got to act exactly like, like Tom. Prince, nice to meet you. You know, like more, more, more mature. You know, yeah, yeah. Treat him like a friend than a fan. Treat him like a friend. Give him some positive energy, and just be like. And if you do want to say something, just be like, "Yo, you've been like a big fan. Respect what you do. Like, appreciate you for what you do." And um, a lot of times, they've also heard that a lot. So, like, they uh, like it's your biggest deal in your life, but it's a, he's heard <laughs> it like from a person every single day for the last 25 years. So um, it's kind of funny how that works, but yeah, I was like, how can I say something about something? What was I going to say? What were you talking about before? Like who, like which celebrities or have you met anyone in this, in this, in this journey you've been on where it's been like, Whoa, oh, like that's really cool. Matthews. I, I really want to meet Matthews. I just think, I bet. like, I just think he's a beauty. Like, but it's almost like you you put like this expectation for what they're going to be like in person. And that's what kind of makes it scary going and approaching like your favorite artist or your favorite athlete. Like you have this expectation of what you think they'll be like versus when you actually meet them in person, like what they're actually like. So yeah. I think that's what makes it like nerve wracking going up to like an idol because you're not sure if your whole dreams are going to be shattered or they're going to live up to the expectation of what you've created in your mind because you've created this version that you think they are, they are, but you've never actually met them. So you don't know. Um, so that's kind of crazy as well. So I try to like be, when I meet people that come up to me, I try to be super like positive, make it a good experience for them. But you know, there's some days where you're just not having a good day and you might not, you know, present yourself as well as you want to, but you know, that's what's like comes back to like comes down to like, they're also just human beings as well. And they're going to be, it might not be a great day when you meet them. And you know, so try not to judge people off one interaction. If you meet your, like your biggest star, like they might've just been having a bad day or, or they might've been having a great day and you had a great experience. So who knows? Right. Yeah, that's true. Like, I think, well, you do a great job just seeing, like being in public with you, you get stopped a lot. Like, especially when it comes to like sporting events or tournaments or everything. And there's no kid that you won't talk to or thing you won't sign or, Oh guys, I got to go. I got to do like, you'll stop and talk to each one. Is you realize that, like you said, when it comes to Brady, like to these kids, this is the biggest moment of their weeks, their months, their lives. And to you, it's like Thursday, right? It's it's whatever. Yeah. So I've seen it enough where I, the way you uh, carry yourself is what I'd hope that uh, my favorite celebrities would do. I it's crazy that's even like a thing. Like I just find what are we even talking about right now? Right? I, like I still find it's crazy that like 
yeah, like people are coming up to me. Like that's just to me, that's wild. Like to me, even just to like think about that. Like um it's very cool. It's very cool to be able to have an impact on people and to the point where they want to come up and be like, Hey, like I appreciate what you do or like I've seen your stuff. Like that's crazy. Like to me to be able to have an impact on people where they'll actually come up to you and they don't even like really know you. And that's and takes a and it takes a lot for like to do that to go up to somebody as well like takes a lot of courage to like because they don't know how I'm gonna react right so I also like that's it's it's definitely cool man it's it's cool being able to like create and having people embrace what you create like that's definitely like one of the coolest things uh, of being a creator is when people do appreciate the work that you create and uh, it's wild it's definitely wild man. Like life's a trip. Like none of it makes sense, mm-hmm. and yeah, we're floating on a rock in space. I definitely had some of those thoughts this week of just like, yo, let's get back to remembering that we're floating on a rock in space, and no one has a clue what's going on. Because I don't know why that somehow it frees me every time I think I start thinking like that. It just allows me to be like, yeah, none of this stuff matters yeah. too too much. Don't get caught up. Don't get caught up on the stuff that doesn't matter. Like. At the end of the day, like just enjoy the day. Like today I went for a walk, left my phone at home, drove the car out to like a park and literally sat and just stared at the sun in the middle of a field for like an hour. I ended up like, I, I think I fell into like a trance. Like I, I wasn't like my eyes were shut. The sun was beaming at me. Like I was definitely tired. Like I don't think I fell asleep, but like 40 minutes passed and I just kind of was like, whoa, like I didn't it felt like that and i was like whoa like i didn't have my phone on me like it was just me the sun this little hill i was laid back on and i was like yo like did i was i sleeping there like yeah it was it was definitely like i just needed a reset like i just left my phone behind and i was like i've been checking my phone all day i've been scrolling on tiktok this is bad just needed to just like chill just like go into nature and just sit with the sun and it was actually very refreshing because um, I also had a talk with my buddy Austin today and we were just, these phones are just, these phones are just insane, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, everyone's just addicted to these things, including myself. And it's like, when can I just put this thing away and never look at it again? Like, that's how I feel. Like, sometimes I'm just like, man, just taking up so much of our time. Like, back in the day, like, we'd be out playing street hockey and knocking on your friend's door to go let's hang out now it's like you no one's doing that no one's doing that anymore so like i feel like the nostalgia 2004 stuff's gonna come back like that's where it's gonna become the cool thing again to like not, not be on, be your, on phone, your phone to be like going out playing street hockey with your friends like i feel like that's gonna come back because i feel like that i feel like that's a, i feel like that's also a cool like business model to like played that nostalgia of like 2004 2005 2007 when we weren't just all addicted to our phones every single we were moment children what do, you, what do you remember about 04 we bro i remember everything old. i was like building dirt really? jumps in the backyard bro i'd be a playing i'd be i'd be i'd be stacking bricks outside my um house and building a jump with like a little piece of wood from the construction zone beside me bro like yeah i was out there creating dirt jumps uh forts like outside man it was just a different time bro and like no when 2007 we were like we were like we were like nine 
No, 2007. Yeah, I'm saying 2004. We're five years old. What do you? Five. Yeah. I was playing. Even a thing. I was playing hockey. I was playing. I was playing. There was no competitive hockey. Well, now with the new Apple, what the Vision Pro, your phone's on your face. You don't even need to carry a phone anymore. Are we like this? Isn't this is such a dicey route we're going in? Like we're normalizing these goggles that are like putting you in a different universe like this is, is insane bro these metaverse goggles you're we're like literally in your phone basically you're in your phone in five years are all of us going to be living in the metaverse and like making money and owing debt to the metaverse i hope so like, is that is that actually what's about to happen like should we be investing in cryptocurrency and nfts right now because everything's going to be so. in the metaverse because this is what i predicted in 2020 and that's why i started creating a, a crypto channel because i was like everything's going to be metaverse everything's going to be cryptocurrency and we all need to start learning about this because that's what i felt in 2020 it's 2024 now and it's looking like the timeline is correct i said by 2030 we're all in the meadowland yeah that i mean six years yeah that might that might be pretty close to that could be pretty close living in there like no one's leaving their house we got the goggle the goggles are on they're glued to your face yeah it's like you can like take pictures of life like oh that's a cool picture boom you go like this and then you take the picture of what you're looking at like that that was black mirror episode too i'm pretty sure so through everything about like even what we're doing right now is black mirror i'm looking into a computer camera with my headphones on like this is black mirror bro you like what, what you even, see? What are, we even, what are we even doing? We're not even. We're not even in the same room. We're talking like this isn't like if like you like what if you so, see? If someone was recording me right now, they'd be like, "This guy's crazy. He's talking to a computer." Like it's if you were just to like take a like a recording of me, like like they'd be like, "What is this guy doing talking to himself in a room?" Like it's wild, bro. I don't even know. I just find this where we're going pretty wild, and I don't know if I agree with it. I don't know if I like it. Well, you're locked in, though. Should, I don't know if we should just throw these phones phones away and become hippies again. And it's not too get late. to a million, then throw it away. Get to a million oh. first, and that's what I mean. Like once you start kind of viewing the like viewing it like I do, it just doesn't like yeah, like a million, two million. It's just it's just a joke. The internet's a joke. It's like it's not a zone to be taken seriously, and I feel like a lot of people take it serious. And oh, like care what people think about them like just don't care what people think and just do you because the internet is a joke it is not to be taken too seriously it's not even reality like we're not this is not even reality like reality is when you put the phone down and none of the internet exists anymore like when i went out on a walk in the park today without my phone there was no such thing as the internet there was no such thing as a video um and that's kind of like i think that's how you start viewing the internet you know a healthy way to view the internet is like it's not real because it's not. It's actually just a screen that's it's not. producing colors and yeah, audio. I mean, it's not human. Like, it's not actually real. Like, like you can literally just put your phone down and it's, it's not existing. But it's crazy how much it consumes our day-to-day energy and, like, my parents, like, yeah, like my parents would be used to be the people being like, "Yo, get off your phone!" Like, that's not even like, that's not even a thing parents say anymore. You're on your phone too much. It's like they don't even say that anymore. Back in the day, you'd be like, "Get off your phone!" Like, mine still. That's literally, it. 
Parents don't even say that, bro, because the parents are on I it. I still get it. Your parents are probably I, I on it, too. It, I'll say. But now it's work. Now it's like, no, I'm on my phone. I'm, I'm filming. I'm researching. I'm doing, like, the phone is, like, the business. You know what I mean? Like, you can't live without it because it's so many valuable things. Your camera, your, you know, journal for your, 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 your Rolodex of all your videos. Like, everything lives on that phone. So it's important because we're so dependent on it. So I don't think it'll ever disappear because we're too dependent on them. Well, that's if unless there's a new we, device. Well, the grid, everyone's saying the power grid goes down. And what happens when the power grid goes down? And well, it's like we got to actually go hunt. We got to go hunt our food again. It's like, <laughs> like the you actual ever been life hunting? skills. Uh, I've never hunt. No, I've fished. Fishing. Yeah, I like fishing. I'd love to go hunting one time. Show them off my, my primal instincts. I don't think you I know. can kill an animal. You couldn't or you could? No. I, I I probably could if I needed to to survive, yeah. But, like, if I don't need to go shoot that deer that's just chilling in the woods, just enjoying their day, I feel like I have nothing against it. Like, I understand it. Like, if you're eating it, like, hunting's good. Like, hunting's a good thing. Like, hunting's natural. Um. Like, cause yeah, the people, the, where we're getting our meat from, they're probably killing these animals in a way worse way than, I don't even know what they're doing. They're like, they're like developing them in some sort of farm that's got them boosted with steroids, making them, th- I don't yeah. even know what's going on. So I don't know. So like, I'm not going to say yeah. if I eat meat, like I'm not going to say hunting's bad cause it's not at all. It's actually very Wait, give natural. me Give me my Angus yeah, burger. Actually, I should go Give hunting. me my Angus just, burger. It is what it is. Yeah, I, I probably should go hunting. If I'm going to eat meat and I haven't killed an animal myself, that's cow. I'm a coward. Or I'm like, like if you eat meat, you should have to go kill an animal yourself to know the sacrifice that animal made for you to survive. And I feel like you would rep- appreciate and respect that animal a lot more. So I, I do believe in that. Um, if you're going to eat meat, yeah, I, I should probably go out there and have to take a life of another animal if I'm going to be eating meat. Um, that should be something I like. I have to do just to, so I understand the sacrifice that animal made for me. What are your thoughts on that? Very it, primal. It, Very primal. I had one experience like that. I went. I remember I went fishing. I was at a cottage with some family, and I caught a fish that was big enough that we wanted to take home and cook. And like that's pretty common. Like with my family, like my grandparents, um, they like have like a great marination and and all that. And so like they'd always like cooking fish. So we brought it back. We went out and caught it. We brought it back. And my dad's like, okay, you're going to scale it. You're going to do everything to prepare it. I'm like, what? We basically had to like scale it and take all the like, you know, skin off of it and then pull the the insides out. I know this is pretty graphic, but like basically maim that fish so that it became cookable. And it's, and I'm doing this. I'm like, oh my God, like I'm taking a life right now. But it's weird because I had this feeling of like primal where you're like, this is what people used to do or people still do to survive in an era where now I can just go to a seafood restaurant and get a fish in front of me in 30 minutes. I'm doing it myself. And then we cooked it. And then when I ate it, I had this like out of body experience where it was just like, I went from taking this thing from the water, from its daily life and put it on a plate and then in my mouth. And it was, it was pretty crazy, but it was, it was almost like a, like it felt bad doing it to the fish, but then I felt really good as like, Hey, this is something that, every human being should experience once, like you said, to kind of understand the process of how food gets to your plate. Yes. And then respecting that animal for 
you know, sacrifice, sacrifice in life yeah. for you to survive. Tasted so good. Yeah, it was probably tasty. tasted it was super tasty. Yeah, and yeah, and it's I like you're that. thankful for that animal and thankful for that um, creature, you know. So, yeah, I think hunting is not a. It's natural, and none of us, no one hunts anymore. No one knows how to hunt except for the people that do hunt, and they're like, "I hunt. I'm a hunter." But I for the most learn. part, no one's no one's hunting. But give me like one of those bows. I'd want. I'd be more of a bow guy. Ooh, I don't need. The, I don't need the shotgun. I don't need that stuff. I don't need a gun. I don't like guns. I'm not a big gun guy. But, guy. Uh, yeah, we don't a, need to go there. Give me a bow. Give me something natural. Give me something that takes a little bit of technique, a little bit of skill. You know. Yeah, I like it. Hunger Games style. Yeah, give me that a little bow whiskey. Cool. Like Katniss. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But those crossbows are definitely nasty too, though. Those like uh, nice. mechanical bows or whatever the the yeah, yeah those like things from Call of Duty and ins- stuff. Insane. Don't think I'll ever need one of those. But uh, let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk some hockey. Interesting yeah. turn of events for the Maple Leafs. Oh yeah. yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. We watched it together. Leafs Senators. Leafs were losing. And the Ottawa Senators, um, was it Ridley Gregg, goes in on a breakaway to an empty net, slap shots the puck from 10 feet out, Bro, and then that's crazy. a cross-check for Morgan Riley. You think Morgan Riley deserves a suspension? What did you think of that hit? Or that whole sequence of I honestly, I don't think he tried to hit him in the face. I think he tried to cross-check him in the shoulder, which is completely warranted after that situation. You're not going to take a slap shot, an empty net, and not get, like, hit. Like, that's just – that wouldn't yeah. be natural hockey instinct. Like, if no one did anything there, we'd be talking probably more about how no one did anything there. So, Morgs had to step in, cross-check to the dome. He didn't mean to hit him in the head. I think that should be taken into consideration when they're reviewing it. Like, he didn't mean – he did, and he had, like, one hand on his stick. Like, it wasn't even a real cross-check. Like, he kind of pushed – it was more of a push than a cross-check to the face. Like, if he would have buried him to the face, he, that guy wouldn't have got up. Like, it wasn't yeah. really a cross. It was more of like a push, and he tried to hit him in the shoulder. So, if they're going to give him six-plus games, that's absolutely ridiculous. Like, Is less than five, saying? for sure. Well, it's an Who in-person hearing, so I think it, oh. it's in-person hearing, so I think it needs to be five-plus. What? Like, there's probably, worse, there's probably worse cross-checks that game than that one. I mean, it was to, like— Let's say when you were playing— like when you Sorry. were in your your heyday and someone did that in a game, what would be the natural repercussions of that? Like, let's say someone did that on your team, or someone did that against you. They they took a slap shot on an empty net from like ten feet out. What would happen, bro? Someone someone blasted me from the behind. <laughs> um, after the, <laughs> uh, <laughs> where's this going? I, after the game, bro, right from behind, cross check from behind. Um, the guy didn't even get suspended, bro. <laughs> like it's it's really, all depends. It depend, it's dependent on the ref. Like if it's horrible, like yeah, he probably could get like ten gamer, like a five gamer. I got a five gamer for kicking when I was like eight because someone kicking. was falling on me. Yeah, I got a kicking like, and it ended up being like two, a month and a half of hockey. Pretty wild. I got cross-checked from behind. This was like I was like seven years old. I got cross-checked from behind, and I was like in the crease. And then 
it was a pile up. So my legs kind of came up naturally, like just to protect myself from people falling on top of me. So like, I kind of, like I was about to fall on me. So I kind of like just pushed up with my, it was a natural motion. So this guy doesn't fall on me. And the ref called me for kicking and I met, it was five games, but we had two tournaments during that five game window. So there was two games and then we had a tournament. So I missed mm-hmm. the two games and then I wasn't able to play in the tournament, but the tournament games didn't count towards the suspension. So I ended up missing like two tournaments. I missed like 17 games or something like that. Oh, my dad was like writing letters to the, to the league. Like let this kid play like this ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It was wild, but yeah. So what Morgan Riley, then you think like, let yeah, these guys clean. play like it's it clean, is what man. it is. The guy should, I mean, he should be facing disciplinary action for the slapper on the empty net. Like he should, that should have been an instigator. That was an instigator, man. Like yeah, you, you knew, you knew, that's, you knew what you're that's doing. That's an instigator. There. Like it's ridiculous, bro. Like you cannot do that. Like that's, and people are going to be like, oh, well, yeah, you can. Like it's, but like you just, like it's protocol. Like you don't do that. Like, he won't be doing that but, again for the rest of his career. No. So the message I don't think you'll sent. see that again this season from any team or anyone. Yeah, you don't just don't do that. Else you're gonna get like else you're gonna get hit. Like it's just Yeah. You know, it's when you disrespect so, like somebody, they're gonna disrespect you back. And it's an emotional game. It, it was completely that was completely logical. Like that that wasn't a like crazy thing that Morgan Riley did. Like it wasn't like holy crap! I would never expected him to do that. Like, like after someone does that, like that's completely normal. Like that's completely expected. So I don't know. I guess that is kind of how I view it. What I just find silly is that there's people who are like, "Oh my god, why would he do that? That's such a dirty play. Why would he cross check him?" But then those same people, if the Leafs didn't do anything. Oh my God, the Leafs are so soft. They let this guy get away with it. Like, it's a lose lose situation. He did need to retaliate because if he didn't, people would call the Leafs soft. They'd say they don't have any toughness or they're just letting guys take advantage of them and humiliate them. And then he did do something. Oh, well, he took it too far. Like, what was he supposed to do in these people's eyes that love to criticize the Leafs that would be, oh, that was a good retaliation? Like, what did he should have punched them? Should he have like slew footed him? Like, there's really no good decision in that moment, and you're angry. You're losing to one of the worst teams in the league, and this guy's embarrassing you. You know you're gonna take out your anger on him. So I'm with you. I don't see why um, the Ottawa player isn't facing some sort of discipline for instigating it, and the fact that everyone's so up in arms. Oh, why did he do that? I mean, what would you let someone do that to your team? No. And if the yeah, roles were reversed, like people would do the same thing. If it was the roles were reversed, oh, dirty what? player, a Matthews doing the slap shot on empty net. What he should have done was just buried him with like a body check. It's just like, like it's the cross check to the face that was the problem. Yeah, like if it he did would, look pretty if bad. He, if he would have just like buried him with like a big shoulder or like, but like you're pissed, you're going at him with the cross check. That's gonna hurt the most. It's something I like to bring out in men's league as well. Like I do bring out some heavy cross checks. Like when I'm pissed, someone's catching a cross check right to the arm, right to the elbow, somewhere like low protection. You go to the arm there. Like, if Morgs would have just blasted him with a massive cross-check to the forearm or something like that, it would, it would be a different story, right? It's just, like, it's the fact that you got it up a little too high and you 
he almost removed his teeth uh, with the cross check to the face. Like it wasn't even that bad. Like if it was a bad cross check to the face, the guy would have been missing teeth and he would not have gotten up. So he got up right after the play. wasn't bleeding. wasn't wasn't a cry. It was it was more like a push. He didn't he didn't give him a two handed cross check to the dome. Like if it was a two handed cross check yeah. to the dome, that could be like twenty games. But it looked uh, worse than it was. You're saying? Yeah, I think it was looked worse than it was. So. Okay. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I mean, nice to see the Leafs though. Seven games. Seven? Yeah, probably get like five what? or something like that. That's I think he has crazy. to get like six plus or something. They're saying that's nuts. Like for for standing up for your team, that's crazy. Like it's nice to see the Leafs stand up against people because you've seen over the years people have always take advantage of us. You got Marshawn licking our I guys. Know. Friggin' cross checks to our best players. We finally stand up for ourselves. We get suspended. Like that's silly. Conspiracy against the Leafs. I know people love love to hear that. People hate the Leafs outside of of Toronto. We're the most I've suspended noticed. team since George Peros has come into the league. Shocker. Or coming becoming to an NHL safety guy or whatever. So it's absolutely insanity. How much of that was Kadri though? Probably most of that. It was like, yeah, it was like he had a few, or we had like a couple guys that were pretty oh. intense back in the day. What is that? So, Colt Nord, Fraser McLaren. Of... Oh, wow. Yeah, these Cole names, Komarov. A couple goons. We had some big boys. We don't have, we don't make them like that anymore. We got Reeves, no. but I mean, Reeves was talking like, he's like, oh, if I was out there, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, listen, man, like, get some points up. I, just, I don't want to hear that yeah. right now. Revo, Revo, Revo. He's a he's a locker room guy, like he said, but you're not doing much on the ice. It's funny we brought up Kadri. I have a weird. This goes back to the celebrity story we had. So I remember, you know, my family's Muslim, being um, you know, brown, seeing a, a Muslim player on the Leafs and a guy that looked like me, skin color wise, was super cool. So not necessarily idolized him, but I was like, oh, this is pretty dope. And I remember once I went to a Marley's game. And this was before um, he was called up or he was on the Marlies for some stint or whatever. And he was doing a signing after the game. And I was waiting in line. And my dad goes, oh, uh, when you get up there, you should say uh, salam alaikum to him, which is like how you say hello in Arabic. So like a, a common Muslim greeting. I was like, oh, OK. So then I go up to the front and I look at him. And I go, oh, salam alaikum. And he goes, what's going on, bro? <laughs> That's jokes. He didn't even let it go. That's and my dad goes, what did he say? What did he say? I was like, I said, what's up, bro? And we both just started laughing. That's <laughs> funny. That's, that's like, did he, nothing to do with did it. You, do you think he understood you? Like, did he understand you? Or was... I mean, he, he is Muslim, so he would have heard it before many times in his life. But I maybe he was, like, not even listening. And he just maybe hurt. Maybe I said words or maybe I remembered it. But I remember saying it and expecting to hear a salaikum, alaikum salam back. And he just, what's, what's up, brother? Up, bro? What up, brother? <laughs> like... That's jokes. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Nazim Kadri. Absolute yeah. goat. We, we could use him back on the squad, to be honest. Kads was yeah, a beast, be a man. Game. We we let him walk for absolutely nothing. Like, And he went and won a cup the next year. Like, what a legend. Kads is a yeah, leaf then... legend that we need to bring back. We need Kads. Like, we actually need Kads on this team. Please. 
Like, some grit. Imagine holy. he was on the ice yeah. and, and, and Greg did that. He would have done the same thing Riley did, probably worse. He's done worse. <laughs> he did some big cross checks, bro, to the dome. He's not afraid to get high with a crossy, that's for sure. But, oh, yeah. Remember the the year they were against uh, St. Louis and he hit Bennington and everyone was going crazy? Yeah. He's, he's, he knows what he has. To, he knows his role and he plays his role well. I'm, I remember when they won, he called out Toronto. He's like, if anyone thought I was a liability in the playoffs, they can kiss my ass. And he was talking talking about us, which I thought was a little kick in the little kick in the nuts that hey, we let him go and look what he look what he did without us. Shout out no, Nazim. Shout out Nazim. Nazim. Well, I do want to end here maybe with a little game. We've had some fun with some games. Just had a Give Super Bowl a party. This is an interesting one. We'll do a little Start bench cut Super Bowl snacks edition. How about that? Oh yeah, we had some Super Bowl snacks that Prince cooked up. She <laughs> cooked up. Yeah, pretty dynamite. Pretty Thank dynamite. You. Some nachos, some chili. I brought the old Loblaws chicken, chicken wings. wings. <laughs> Man, those. Well, were I was gonna suspect. be. They were all right, but I was gonna do forget. Or no, I guess not yesterday's experience, but in general, start bench cut, chicken wings, nachos, chili. Start chicken wings, bench nachos, cut chili. Cut chili, wow. For sure. Like chicken wings are I would almost start nachos. That's how much I like nachos, but I love wings too. So you gotta start wings. Chili's dynamite. It's just not as dynamite as nachos, in my, my opinion. But like, because like chili plays once a year. Chili plays during the Super Bowl, you know, you know, or on a cold or on a cold winter day. Chili's great. But like nachos, you can have ground beef on nachos. So chili with chips, even better. But the nachos for me are playing a lot more. And chicken wings are just play year round for me. Like I could go for wings every Thursday, you know, every Tuesday, Tuesday and Thursday. Okay. So I'll give you an I'll give you a chicken what you, one here. What are you saying? What are you saying on that? I probably agree with you. Like I'd I'd start chicken wings. I do love chicken wings just because the versatility of it. Like you don't even need to eat the same flavor every time. You can have chicken wings every day. It's a different mm-hmm. flavor. It doesn't matter. Uh gotta go nachos too. And I'm cutting chili. Not that I don't like chili, but uh like you said, it's more of an occasion thing than something you could just pull out at any party or any Friday night or any restaurant you go to. So 100%. I agree with you today. Are you a sauce guy with your chicken wings, or are you like a dry rub? Oh no, sauce, 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 sauce. I've had dry rubs, but like, it's it's dry rubs are good sauce. too. Like they just play at a different time. Like you could you could get a dry rub and it's dynamite as well. Like, I, yeah, like I would love a dry rub as well. It's it's cleaner. It's a lot. It's a lot cleaner. You know, like I don't like going out eating wings and my fingers are all like this. And you know, PBC we're with people. It's it's a tough look. But on the subject of chicken, start bench cut chicken wings, chicken fing. Uh, excuse me, excuse me. Let me start over. Chicken wings, chicken wings, chicken tenders, chicken nuggets, chicken wings. What you just said? The two. The last two are the same. No, nuggets, like the little Chicken. ones, then the tenders, which are like the boneless wings, and then wings. Okay. Well, I mean, I tenders and nuggets for me are the same, but... Really? Uh, but I'm I'm starting 
wings benching tenders and cutting nuggets. Cutting nuggets, eh? For sure. Chicken tenders are better than nuggets, in my opinion, no? Chicken McNuggets, though? Yeah, those are dynamite, but, like, can't go wrong with, like, a chicken finger. Like, I didn't even know what a chicken finger was. Chicken tender, chicken finger. I mean, it's the same type of chicken. It's just in a circle or it's, like, a square versus a long rod. (laughs) So ruined chicken, the long rod. What's your what do you what do you do in there? I mean it's the same play. I'm cutting tenders. I don't need no the rods. Way, I'm man. cutting tenders. Give me the nuggets. Love little nuggets. chicken balls, eh? Why are you making this weird? Are we going I'm not making it weird. I'm just saying what they are. Yeah, they're little little, little bite-sized pieces. Yeah, and I'm taking the I'm taking the tendies for sure. For sure. That's what this podcast is all about. We can talk about, you know finding your true self and um, people who inspire you to become a better person. And we can also talk about uh, chicken balls and uh, chicken rods. So that's, that's the versatility we're bringing on the Prince Huda podcast each week. What else you got for me? Uh, we'll do a fast, how about a fast food one? Since we're kind of on the subject of chicken, let's uh. go start bench cut McDonald's, Wendy's, Popeye's. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. That's I don't know which one of one of these wants to sponsor my video. So I oh, I see. Say. I see. You're playing the long game. <laughs> no, uh, I'd probably start Donnie's bench windows and cut Popeyes. I just don't go to Popeyes enough. I've had. I'm just going strictly based on like what I had growing up. Like there wasn't a Popeyes near me, so I. Popeye's is good, like Popeye's chicken's good, but I've probably had it like five times in my life. Whereas back in the day, I was dummying Baconators, Big Mac. Like, are you kidding me? Like, Baconators were my childhood. I, I know, after a game, Dad, could we go for a Baconator? Are you kidding me? And then the Big Mac is just the Big Mac sauce wins it every time. So, like, what are you saying on that? You're you're cutting starting Popeyes. Yeah, I'm, oh, you're I mean, starting, starting Pop- Popeyes. That's crazy. Oh, Popeyes. You're not starting like, Don. You're not starting Donnie's. No way. Popeyes for sure number one. Absolutely. I mean, the sandwiches, nah, I don't fire you. pieces, tenders. They got everything. The biscuits. Those Popeyes biscuits that dry your mouth up. Those are amazing. You just can't Cajun beat fries. Though. Like even the if you don't say you eat Dons, even if you don't eat Dons, like you eat Dons. So it's like, oh no, I eat Dons, but like it's two a.m. and I maybe you know, that's the best time. Long. That's that's what makes it bomb.com, man. It's because if they're it next 2 to each other, if they're next to each other, I'm going to Popeyes. So and I'm sorry, I'm cutting Wendy's. I didn't say it, but yeah, that would be the third one. So, bit of an opposite take there. I I. A lot of Popeyes around. Wendy's, Wendy's and Popeyes oh. interchangeable, but yeah, I, Popeyes. I don't know. I guess I just haven't had Popeyes enough. I don't even remember the last time I had Popeyes. Okay, this weekend, this weekend we're going to Popeyes. We'll probably Popeyes find a good dynamite, one out there too. Popeyes yeah, is dynamite. Come on, but like, like Wendy's is dynamite too. Like I remember back in the day, like 
Wendy's chicken sandwiches or Dino too. So like maybe I think it's a little different. I think all these places have like, I feel like back in the day, they used to be way better than they are. Like fast food used to be like so much better. Maybe just because we weren't hadn't had as much of it. Maybe. Like it's yeah, the maybe same you, stuff. Like, you're just like, I just I feel know. like it was better. I just feel like it was fresher in a, in a, in a sense. Maybe it was. Like, remember the old Wendy's? Like, how dope that was inside? Like, they were like, it was like a dine-in experience. Like a Waterloo, diner, yeah. Waterloo had like the last like real Wendy's, bro. That place yeah. was dope, man. Like, what happened to that? Like, what happened to like life is just nothing is as good as it was like back in the day. Like the Wendy's oh, diners can... with like the booths and stuff. Like it was like an actual like restaurant, man. Now I it's remember that. like everyone's trying to be like. Let's get the most uncomfortable, stiff plastic chairs that look like <laughs> we're from 2027 from the future. Like, just relax and give me, like, a felt, <laughs> like, pillow on, like, give me a comfortable seat that doesn't need to look like it can fly away with a drone. Like, why is every <laughs> fast food restaurant need to have a plastic chair that looks like it's from 2040? Like I just like I don't know. Give me give me the old drama. Give me the carpet. Give me the carpet back. I want the carpet feeling, the carpet vibe at Wendy's. Like back in the day, it was carpet on the floor. Yeah, it's a little tougher to vacuum. Yeah, it's gonna get smeared with mayo. Like, but <laughs> but the, the vibe is <laughs> yeah, the vibe is way better with the carpet. Sorry, I don't care if it has a big blog of grease stain on it yeah like throw some febreze on it like there's <laughs> i mean the vacuums are so powerful now it could just suck it out so what's good bring back the carpets at fast food restaurants and make it a vibe like come on like sorry like they need to be coming out with like retro mcdonald's and retro wendy's that's a marketing oh, play. Sure. yo that's a marketing play Don't i'm literally it. i'm I've sure they're saying it. that this nostalgic retro play like is coming back like it's gonna be a marketing play where it's like we're gonna like Wendy's is gonna open up like retro restaurants where everything's like throwback. It's a it's literally the marketing play of the decade, bro. Like I'm just giving away this gold right now. Yeah, I was gonna say, well, well we can cut this or you want to leave it out <laughs> at Wendy's if you're listening. I mean, this guy's just giving out giving out game here. Oh, that's like, that's a, a viral marketing campaign. Wendy starts opening up retro places across Canada, and yet every province gets one retro restaurant. Bro, are you kidding me? Listening. If they're listening, man, they'll they'll do it. Like but... even like those old diners, like whenever you go to like an old diner, like that's why we like going to the retro diners because it's retro. Everyone loves that. You're vibing out at the breakfast spot. There's a little TV there. There's like that little the music machine that you can go pick the song. Like jukebox. What's... Yeah, like what's good? Like jukebox. everyone wants to be born in the 80s and 60s and we want to go back to yeah, obviously we <laughs> Some of the stuff in the sixties and eighties weren't it wasn't I don't, amazing. Yeah, but the restaurant, but the I'm talking about the the I'm talking about the pure, just infrastructure on how things were made. Like everything was made a little bit, with a little bit more love, and the seats were more comfortable. There wasn't these plastic chairs, like I don't know. Yeah, the paper straws to go. Paper straws. Someone, I was at. We were. What were we at? The pita pit. And the guy yeah. was like, do you want a plastic or a paper straw? I'm like, give me that plastic one, brother. I'm done with the paper straw. 
I'm done with the paper straw, okay? Goodness. Like, sorry. Feisty today. No more paper straws. Feisty today. Yeah, I'm just there's a lot of stuff that needs to be changed. And <laughs> we're changing. We're coming to this like futuristic world. And it's like some of the stuff was better before. Like yeah, we got bring back the Tamagotchi. Like, bring back the Tamagotchi. You know? Like that's we got lit. Give it give me the PSP too while we're at it. Bring back the GameCube. What else? GameCube. Just, just drop all the requests. Yeah, I want the GameCube back. I want Mayo Carpets, GameCube. Mayo Carpets, exactly. Uh how about oh. how about going and knocking? How about going and knocking on your friend's door to ask them to hang out instead of texting them your you're five minutes away. Come outside. Oh, like, no, I have that's to... happened yesterday. Yeah. Benny texted me instead of ringing the bell here, which I appreciate though. Don't ring the bell. I like that. Text me when you're yeah. here. Don't ring the bell. Yeah, like ringing the bell is crazy in 2024. Like if someone rings my doorbell, I'm getting low. I'm looking out the window. Who is at my house? Who's here? I'm hiding. Like if someone rings your doorbell in 2024, it's probably an emergency or something. Like it's. Who's ringing your Yeah, doorbell? I'm already angry. I'm like, already don't angry ring, when I open the door. Don't so ring my doorbell. You know? Don't be someone important if you want to ring my bell. But uh, Whereas back in the day, oh, someone rings the doorbell. Everyone gets excited. Like the whole family runs down to see who's here. Like who's – we got guests. We got yeah. people coming over. No, that's not happening anymore. It's, 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 it's a Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit <laughs> for sure. That's funny. But what's your feeling on this, this new age shit show that we've entered? Pros and cons. Pros and cons. Like, I like, I will say one underrated thing is the fact that, like, when you go fly, boarding passes are on your phone. Like, when you go to concerts and stuff, tickets are on your phone, movie tickets. Like, I like not having to not carry paper around. Back. Little things like that. We want not the paper, man. You just asked me for my opinion. And now you're telling me I'm right. We want the paper. Good. No. Yeah, it's not good. I'm, I'm not carrying a, I'm disagreeing. A, a, an 8 by 11 piece of paper. Oh, scan my ticket. Oh, no. What do I do with that? Like, now it's all scan, my phone. Like, this scanning crap. Like, how about I just have a, a piece of paper that I just show you? And that's my entry. You, know, you asked me what I I'm like. for something, something real, you know? That song that's we listened to the other day. Give me something real. I'm done with all this digital bullshit, dude. Give me something real. Give me a physical ticket. Give me a physical oh. human interaction. I don't want to talk to a automated bot when i call the bank i want to talk to a human oh, being all right it's just turned right into too much digital shit like let's go non-digital please something like i don't know i think something's got to change i think we're 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 in, we're in way too deep with these with this internet with this digital stuff i feel like people want some realness back and i'm here I'm I'm here to talk for the people. You know, I'm here for talk to the people who want some some realness back, some just normalcy. I feel like this has gone banana land. We are in a crazy matrix system right now of digitalized living, and I don't think it's the most healthy living. It's I know I know I'm fed up with it. Like today, I was like I'm leaving my phone at home, and I'm going for a drive and going for a walk without my phone. And I even felt myself getting nervous. Like, what if something happens to me? I got no one to call. Like, I'm in the woods by myself and I don't have a phone. So there's, like, the security of, like, having your phone with you. It's like a lifeline. Whereas if you leave it behind, like, now it's like, what if your car breaks down? You don't, you don't have a phone. Like, it's 
it's it's a different way of life for sure without like a this lifeline to be sitting with you at all times so i feel that i feel like i gotta do some sort of like experiment how long like you know like at least like a week without my phone or something like that and just see like a dopamine honestly a dopamine receptor uh detox like a dopamine detox is like i feel like i'm in need of it right now but at the same time i'm working on my phone so there's my little yeah hopefully there's my little rant if you're a listener you're a viewer don't throw out your phone like subscribe comment listen download subscribe throw a rating then you can get i'm telling you delete it delete don't listen to this guy don't even listen to anyone keep your phone in your hand do what you got. You don't need do. to listen to anyone but yourself. Follow your heart. Um, and go create. Yeah, listen to yourself, but also listen to the Prince of the Podcast with Coach Chippy. Like, if you're going to listen to two things in life, yourself and this podcast. Yeah, like, if you're going to listen to anything, probably listen to myself. <laughs> and, and the and podcast. Prince. But yeah, and Prince. Yeah, uh, two most influential people. Yeah, because we're a big just, one. We know everything about the world, so... <laughs> Yeah, you're you're speaking from experience about the '60s and '80s. Like you were around, you know, you know. What, what I watched a lot of documentaries, brother. I've watched yeah. so many. The Woodstock, Woods. What, talk about Woodstock '69. Yeah, Holy, you know. bring me back to those days of peace and love, baby. I love it. I'm definitely a hippie. I love it. I'm definitely a, hip, a hippie at heart. Like hippie chippy is a real thing. Like I don't want to wear. I don't want to dress up to go anywhere i don't want to wear a suit and tie i don't i just want to wear a hoodie everywhere i go you but, do i've, I've yeah. seen it you do i do wear a hoodie you everywhere do. that's what i'm saying like i just like i don't like this corporate uh dress up to impress people to for a status it's just like yeah relax um you, you can you can you know, make money and show you don't need to show people that you have money. I think that's a, I think that's the dopest thing is just like have a lot of money, but no one knows you have money. I think that's the way to rock. It's just like you know, like have it. it in the bank, but you don't gotta tell anyone you have it. No one's gotta know you have it, but you do have it. And instead of having to like you know wear all these expensive things, like showing people that you have money, like if you have money, you don't need to show anyone you have it. Just you know, walk around, swag around, but you know, money's not even real at the end of the day. So. It's fair enough. This is just my opinion coming out today. I'm just like just sharing it. Fuck it. Yeah, you're on one today for sure. <laughs> like you're definitely on one. Yeah, I mean, I'm on one today. What doesn't make you happy? What does make you happy? It's good. We're we're learning more about you every episode. But I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna cut it here. I'm gonna cut. I can keep going. I know that's what I mean. I'm. I mean, keep going. I believe you. I believe you. We got we got episodes to go. You know, we'll, 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 I'm sure Hippie Chippy will make an appearance regularly moving forward. Yeah, but, Hippie uh, Chippy is coming to save save the world. I love it. Well, from in the midst of whether it's hip from this digital universe or this digital revolution, whether it's um, Hippie Chippy or Coach Chippy, appreciate you uh, coming, sparing your time. You know, we talk sports, we talk life, we talk. Uh, the future, the past, and the present, which is right now. So appreciate everyone listening, watching, subscribing. We will yep. be back next week for our 10th episode. And then maybe we'll see some more hippie chippy. Bring back the carpets, stars. baby. Bring back the furry carpets, please. Bring back the mayo carpets, Wendy's. <laughs>
Yeah, and you'll bring them back. back do, you not agree? do you not agree? I I mean, fair. Let's let let's do it. How, how cozy is a carpet? This hardwood floors, tile. Yeah, I'm about to I'm about to lay on a carpet right now. You have a carpet? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm on one right now. Oh no way! See, my yeah, carpets nice. got all we 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 what's it called? Renovated and got rid of the carpets. So poor me. Nope. <laughs> I know, man. I mean, I, I would say, do you want to send the people home happy or give them a little piece of advice, a little anger, a little a little angst, anything? Kind of lighten the mood. Get off them, your phone. Appreciate. Get off your phone and go for a run. Well, if you've made it this far and you heard him say it, do get off your phone and come back next week where we will see you for episode 10. This has been the Prince Suda podcast with Coach Chippy. Thanks for watching. <laughs> <laughs>